MLM Nation, episode 82. But if you truly love people and you want to get to know them and you're asking them enough questions in their life and adding value outside of what you're doing within your business, you will eventually meet someone at the 12 o'clock hour where that burning desire is so incredibly great because you've done such a good job of connecting their desires and discontentments to your vehicle, your company, your business to where they want to go. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and today I got a raspy voice, kind of lost my voice a little bit, but I'm still going with this MLM Nation because I am fired up and excited to bring a million-dollar earner who did it in only 14 months, our special guest today, Lynn Hagerdorn. Lynn, are you ready to make it happen? I am. I am, Simon. <laughs> Lynn Hagerdorn was a successful occupational therapist for 13 years and loved her job. However, she felt overwhelmed with the constant struggle of balancing a full-time job with parenting. Lynn needed a change, and when she was introduced to network marketing, she saw it as a way to earn money while setting her own schedule. Lynn has been in the network marketing profession since 2003 and is currently the fastest person in the history of her company to reach a million dollars. And the impressive thing is she did it in only, like I said before, 14 months. Lynn lives in Nebraska, has three children, and is happily married to another top MLM leader, Michael Klaus. So, Lynn, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Oh, thank you so much. And, you know, I think like so many people, uh, we didn't go out looking for it. <laughs> it definitely finds us. And that was, that was definitely me. Uh, like you said, I live in Nebraska for about 20 years living in a place called Blair, Nebraska. And I often joke that surrounded by more corn and cows than actual people. And I like to share that story because I think many times people can make so many excuses as to why something like this doesn't work. Uh, had really been more of a quiet, shy introvert most of my life. Uh, had run from sales my whole life. Uh, I live in Nebraska, like I said, which is the top um, area for um, like when people call out for sales and telemarketing. And I hated that. I just hated it. I thought, you know, I'm going to stay away from the sales thing and decided, like you said, to be um, to go into healthcare and to become an occupational therapist and really loved it. I felt so passionate about helping people from a health standpoint. I had gone on to get my master's degree in health education, uh, had child number one, had child number two, had child number three. And just thinking as that mom who really wanted to be a mom, yet I really felt like I was a better mom working, but I was just trying to juggle it all. And in 2003, was introduced to the whole idea and concept of network marketing, which, you know, I have to dismissed completely for myself until I'm just so grateful that it was shared in a little bit different way. And to say, you know, Lynn, you're saying you want more freedom, you want more time, and you want to be able to provide for your family. This could be it for you. And it's funny how sometimes things just hit you in a different way when it's shared in such a simple way. And I'm I'm so grateful that someone invited me into that world in 2003, because once I really got it, 
I mean, really got it how this could equal what I was actually looking for. And it wasn't at all what I thought it was and how this busy, busy mom working full time in an area that's very, fairly rural could, could really utilize technology and build something that could set me free. And it was really from that point forward, I never looked back and um, cannonballed in. <laughs> so you said it was shared to you differently. Uh, how different was it? And you say it was simple and different. What made it, it simple was, and different? Oh, yeah. And I'm so glad you asked that question because I use it as a teaching point so many times. I think that there's there's the fear around this for some people when they first start and they they're they're giving little bits and pieces but they're not actually inviting and this gal invited me she took the time to get to know me she was hearing my frustrations she was hearing that i was rotating weekends and holidays that it wasn't working for me anymore and she 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 it was as simple as this i mean she said lynn you should do what I do. Have you ever thought about doing what I do? Now, this is the crazy part. I knew what she did, but I, I never connected the dots that it would be for me. I thought it was for other people, but not me. Like Maybe other people could be good at this. Maybe other people would want to do this, but not me. She actually took the time to show me how where I currently was and where I wanted to go, how it could be a vehicle to take me there. And I know that that sounds crazy, and maybe it seems obvious, but I think a lot of people are missing that. They don't actually invite. So when she presented to you, she actually took different parts of your life and showed it how <laughs> you could do this on a part-time basis? Is that what she did? Right, right. Personally, took it, my personal situation, what was going on in my life, the desires and the discontentments, and connected the dots to how network marketing could be the vehicle to take me there. Personally, how for me personally, it could absolutely work for me. And I went from no way, no way, no way am I going to do this to literally not being able to sleep, you know, calling her the next day at 10 o'clock at night, you know, enrolling in, in the business and just jumping in. It was because up until that point, I never really saw it for me. So you were super excited. You, you know, you stayed up one night, caught her, jumped in and got started. Mm -hmm. So did you have success immediately or did you have some obstacles once you got oh. started? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I definitely had obstacles. And I'll have to tell you, one of the things I'm so passionate about is mindset. Um, I have a, a recording on my website called Millionaire Mindset that I'm so incredibly passionate about because I knew that you know, I had to go to school for five years to become an occupational therapist and then another, you know, two to three years for my master's degree. And I think, you know, why are we willing to do that for a degree, you know, where we're going years learning and not earning um, and realizing that I was going to have to take some time to learn the skills to be successful, but how fantastic in our profession in network marketing that we can earn as we learn. And I think it was really that mindset that helped to keep me in long enough to learn the skills because so many times people want so much so soon and they're not willing to invest. And I think for whatever reason, and I'm so grateful that I got that, that I knew I needed to invest in me. And that first 18 months was so hard and I almost quit so many times, so many times. And, you know, I kept going to events. I kept downloading articles about success and success stories. And I remember uh, flying out to Seattle to my parents and visiting my parents with my children and, um, and really kind of at that precipice, you know, kind of that abyss is where it's like, okay, do you, do you leap over the tough stuff and keep going or do you quit? And it was a defining moment for me. And I remember printing off literally 100 success stories from my company and sitting there and reading them 
And, and it was just, it was a quantum leap shift for me. And I'm like, you know what, Lynn, it's mindset. Every single one of these people comes from all walks of life, different background, gender, but they have one thing in common, a burning desire to change their current circumstances in life. And I'll tell you what, I walked out of that room a different person and it was no matter what, if it's to be, it's up to me. I'm going to go out and build this as if my life depends on it because in my mind it did. And my business catapulted at that point. I was doing about 70000 a month in sales and seven months later we hit a million. It was mindset. Wow. So that was the point that you were about to quit and then you uh-huh. read those hundreds of sto- hundred stories mm-hmm. and you shifted. And uh, you talked about the uh, audio program on your website, which we will put in the show notes page so our listeners can download and check it out. Uh, right. can, you sh- can you share one or the, two of the mindset things that you had to learn that you did not have before you got started that helped you make that shift? Absolutely. You know, it's, it's about understanding that it's not that it's supposed to be easy, but it is simple. Uh, that thinking it must be easier for other people, but not for me. Um, I was definitely raised in a family where if, where if we were going to commit to something, we actually saw it through. My parents told me not to quit. And I think that that's why I stuck, it, you know, stuck with it even up to that point. So I really felt, Simon, that when someone said yes, when someone said, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm going to the top, I'm going to the top with you, I actually thought they would. <laughs> Uh-huh. You know, and so again, I know it's so simple, but I think it takes people out of the game because they're like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? And if I could just put my arms around every one of you that thinks that, what am I doing wrong? And to say, no, it's not that. I mean, yes, you know, I always say I'm not better than anyone else. It's just my goal to be a little bit better than I was yesterday. I, I do believe we need to continue to get better all the time. But it was really understanding that, you know what, this is just human nature. People are people and that I can give it my very best. I can guide them. I can support them. I can coach them. I can mentor them and they still may stop. They still may do what they're not going to do. And you love everybody where they are. It's so important. I think it's meet people where they are, have enough people in your pipeline that you can truly love them where they are so they don't feel yanked and pushed and pulled to where they don't want to go. Love them where they're at while always casting a vision. And I really think it's why my business always continued to grow. And from that point forward, I took such an ownership in that and realizing it's not about me squeezing something out of someone that's not there. It's continuing to do what I'm teaching others to do and bringing on a new group of people and guiding and supporting them. And all of a sudden, my leaders emerged because I didn't stop and try and squeeze the juice out of something that had no juice, <laughs> if that makes sense. So that was, that was probably the biggest thing for me. Uh, and then the other piece was just understanding that successful people do have something in common, and it is a burning desire. It's what gets you up early in the morning. It's what keeps you up, at late, up late at night. And, and really just always keeping that heart of service because I truly believe that you never lack the discipline and resolve you need for success when you have a mission to serve other people. And so it's just a combination of those two things. And just knowing that was such, um, it felt so good and it was comforting to me to see that these were people from all walks of life that just did whatever they needed to to punch a hole through it, to climb over it, around it, or to you know dig underneath it to get to where they wanted to go on the other side. Can you share a specific story? Uh, maybe it's like an aha moment mm. where it kind of like touched a little bit deeper what you talked about where things really, it was like a light bulb that went off. And it's that, that specific moment that your mm. business took off. 
There were a couple. Um, there was definitely hearing. This is why I do believe, you know, you even said at the very beginning when we were talking that, that um, leaders are readers, and it's true. Uh, leaders attend events. Leaders are always listening. And I was so incredibly hungry to learn. And this was probably one of the busiest times of my life when I first started in network marketing. And I just didn't know what it took to have six, you know, I didn't know. And I got off work early. I drove four hours to a weekly event. Um, there was only an hour, maybe an hour, hour and a half and drove all the way home to go to work the next day and realizing, you know, I wanted it that bad. And I always say, you know, how, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? And in realizing not everybody's willing to put that effort in, but I really was. And it's just finding, finding other like-minded people. I think things that are, that were said to me as well, I'll never forget a, a gal on, on the team that was in my downline and had four small children. She was a daycare provider and just me always digging in, even when I didn't feel like it, you know, attending the event because I was leading the event and I had to be there. And, um, and then maybe if I, if I hadn't been the leader of that event, would I have not shown up and, and how all of those things really mold you and shape you, uh, into that su- successful leader because it doesn't happen by accident. You know, it's really about building yourself, but I'll never forget what she said to me. And she had reached a level of success that she was able to close her in-home daycare. She was an in-home daycare provider for young children that she was raising on her own. Um, and she said to me, you know, Lynn, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for never quitting when it got hard mm. because, because of you, we are now officially closing my in-home daycare and our family has reclaimed our home. It gives me goosebumps even thinking about it. That's and awesome. I just, and I think, oh, if people could just, just keep going because every successful per- person has those wall-kicking moments. They do where they question themselves. You know, they have to dig in. They keep going. And again, that's why I think, especially when I join the company I've been with for the last four years and I had such incredible success and, and built to that million dollars earned in 14 months. And so much about that is belief, but what are you doing to build your belief? I mean, you have to take ownership of that. Leadership is ownership. It's taking ownership of that. What am I doing to build my belief? Because that's what makes us 10 feet tall and bulletproof. You know, that's why I was able to do that is this, you know, mom of three kids from, a small town in Nebraska and to build, you know, a huge organization is with incredible belief and uh, you, you can too come along sort of attitude, but we have to work on it every day. I want to ask you this next question. That's not that easy. Okay. Mm. I actually have never asked this on before to a previous <laughs> guest is about, we talk about burning desire because um, like you said, every successful person that I've met has this huge, tremendous burning desire. Right. And so do you think people are born of that? Like, did you get that? Like, because you grew up, like your parents never told you to quit. Or is this something that it can be acquired? Because some people, like, you know, they say, like, I want to be successful. But you can tell they don't have the desire. And so if they don't, I mean, if it's not something they're born with, how could they get that desire? Where they get to the point like what you did? No matter how bad it is, they don't quit. They keep going. You know, I definitely don't think you're born with it because I've met so many different people from different walks of life, different backgrounds, you know, it's maybe some really tough upbringings. So I don't, I don't necessarily think it's that. Um, and I, and I'm going to step out on a limb here and say something, there's, there's a phrase out there that says how you do one thing is how you do everything. 
And that, that bugs me because I actually don't agree with it. <laughs> I don't agree with it at all because I can be really disciplined in one area of my life and not so great in another. So I don't actually believe that that's true. And I think that there are certain things that you may want more than others because if someone says, I don't have time, it truly is just a statement of priorities. It's not a statement of fact. You're going to make time for whatever you want to take, make time for. That's right. So I really think to answer your question, it's, it's meeting people. This is how I teach it. I'm such a visual person. And if I picture a clock on the wall, now not a digital clock for you young people, you may not know what I'm talking about, but you know, with the actual, you know, hour and minute hand, a clock. And you meet people at different stages in their life. So in building my business and I'm out prospecting and connecting and, you know, relationship building, and I, I invite them into what I'm doing and show them that this may be a fit for them, I may have hit them at 3 o'clock. Like they have so much going on in their life, Simon, that it's just not right. They may see that there's some good stuff there, but it's not right. And then maybe I bring it up again a few months later or maybe even a year later and it's, you know, they're at 8 o'clock. And then all of a sudden, you reach someone at a point in their life when the time is just right. I call it the 12 o'clock hour, where things are in alignment, where it's the right time. It's where opportunity, your opportunity meets their circumstances. And now all of a sudden, the burning desire that gets them up early, that keeps them up late, that causes them to plow through when it's, when it's hard and you know, they don't have a lot of time or the phone seems heavy or they don't know how to do this. It just doesn't matter because they want it so bad because it's the 12 o'clock hour. And, and all I can say about that is if we had that all figured out, we could probably write on a book on it and retire because <laughs> we're, we're dealing with human nature, right? Yeah. And it's complicated. But if you truly love people and you want to get to know them and you're asking them enough questions in their life and adding value outside of what you're doing within your business you will eventually meet someone at the 12 o'clock hour where that burning desire is so incredibly great because you've done such a good job of connecting their desires and discontentments to your vehicle, your company, your business to where they want to go. And, and when you grab a hold of that skill set, and it's a skill set, right? It's practice. It's a practice skill set. You will see your business shift. Now, you have over a decade of experience What's the one thing that excites you most about network marketing now? Oh, technology. I love it. It's the good and bad, though. Uh, I will say it's the good and bad. I just had a conversation with one of my leaders this morning, and it's just like, oh, you know, there's just so many distractions. And, Hmm. you know, there's great information out there. Now we've got this Periscope thing, but it's popping up on our people's phones, and then it it can pull them away from income-producing activity. So as a as a leader, and again, leader's ownership, leader is you at the very beginning when you decide to build a business. It's just saying, you know, focus. I talk about focus tons. Uh, I love technology, especially for me as a, a busy mom. Uh, my oldest is now 20. My youngest is 13. But we're in the busy stage of their life, and it's really, really important to me uh, that it's important to focus. Put your phone on airplane mode when you need to and to really focus in on what you need to get done. You want to focus on what you're doing, and since we're talking about network marketing, on your network marketing business, you want to you guard your focus more than you would a briefcase with a million dollars. If you do that, you will build multi-millions, multi-millions. Yeah. You won't care about that million-dollar briefcase because you know what your focus is worth. Distractions are killing people, their dreams, their future distractions. So utilize technology to your benefit, but know when to shut it off and know when it's not serving you. 
I love that. That's so good because I really, yeah. I mean, the smartphone can be the, your dumbest phone. It makes you dumber, <laughs> yes. right? Because especially the notifications are the worst. Every second is a new text message, is a new Facebook message. There's emails popping up. So how can anyone get any work done? Right. I, I, if, when, when I hear, because people say, Lynn, why have you? How have you been so incredibly successful? I'm earning, you know, now seven figures a year, um, you know, consistently. And I can truly tell you, it's because I love and adore people. Um, I utilize technology, but building relationships through technology is so important to me. You know, not cheesy. It's just, it's me. It's, it's real. Um, it's being authentic, caring, loving. Um, I love what we get to do every day. And it's really, truly getting to know other human beings and, um, you know, really showing how they too can have what it is that they want in life. And, um, I mean, what, what a, what an honor, you know, what a privilege we really have. And you say, well, what excites me now, I believe we're able to touch people at a level where we never, we never did. I mean, when I started, gosh, like I said, 2013, it was audio cassette tapes in my car, which is so 2003. You said yeah. Two, yeah. Oh, sorry. 2003, <laughs> 2003. Um, it was audio cassette tapes in my car. And my team knew, like I was always, I was always um, learning, 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 learning. I was always trying to build myself up and understanding that my belief picture that I wanted to have overflow, it was important to put the right things in. And, and that was such a short period of time ago that it was cassette tapes. I know, <laughs> so. it's crazy. Did you find people more open to network marketing now than back when you started? Um. Yeah, I would say yes. I mean, yes and no. I mean, you, you still definitely have the pushback, but it's pushback from not knowing. I don't take it personally. I think so much of it when I have the opportunity to sit down with them, um, you know, if someone pushes back a little bit and says, oh, well, Lynn, you know, you, you've been successful, obviously. I think that that would be great, but here's why it wouldn't probably work for me. You know, what would people think about me? Uh, I just use it as an opportunity to say, oh my goodness, we need to go to lunch. We need to sit down. You know, I just had a great conversation with a gentleman the other day. He owns two businesses and he's like, I'm, I'm miserable. I have no life. And to be able to sit down with him and to share with him what network marketing really is and what it isn't. He's like, wow, I had no idea. So, so much of it is just preconceived notions, but I, I really do believe, and I do see a time and I know many other network marketing professionals believe the same that you will move into a new neighborhood and the person that lives next to you, you'll just ask them what network marketing company they're involved in. I mean, why not? I mean, why not build something alongside what you're currently doing that can really set you free and bring in another stream of income? It's brilliant in today's world where we're so connected. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, as we go towards the end of the show, I want to ask some quick questions to pick sure. your brain. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the first one, what is one of your favorite success quotes that's motivated you? Hmm. You know, definitely the one that I, I have shared that I've kind of taken on as my own, which is you never lack discipline and resolve when you're on a mission to serve others, is, is the one that means the most to me. Um, and I know that sounds crazy because it's literally I'm looking at it on my whiteboard right now and underneath it, it says me with a smiley face. <laughs> so, um, but I can tell you that it just means so much to me because I really believe that if every day we, we all wake up thinking that, then we're better for it. So that one definitely is one to live by. What's one habit that's helped you become successful? Oh, focus, without a doubt. Awesome. Uh, aside from the air airplane mode, do you do anything else to keep you focused? Mm. Um, how I start off my day, uh, I don't get involved in 
you know, back and forth stuff with anyone on the team until I focus on what I want to get done first. And I was taught, and actually Michael Klaus had taught me this years ago, um, and I think it's so smart, and I think it came from Brian Tracy, which is to write down the top six six things you want to get done the next Mm. day um, and then prioritize them. And I've consistently done that year after year after year. And you're just writing it down the day before, and instead of letting the day happen to you, you actually create the day that you want. Do you have any specific uh, routines? Like, what's your morning routine like? Uh, definitely quiet. And, you know, it was hard. I got out of the habit a little bit and I realized it didn't serve me well, you know, to wake up. And before I actually got out of bed, I'm scrolling, you know, Facebook or Instagram and realizing that that really doesn't serve me well. So finding that quiet time, prayer time, meditation time, um, you know, now time with my husband, it's important. We set the goals for the day. We talk about that. And it, it, it's such a positive thing. Uh, when I'm going to work out, I'll always do it in the morning and then my team and my organization knows, you know, I'm not a surgeon. No one's going to die. <laughs> so <laughs> we know that no one's going to die. But, you know, it starts around 10 for me um, where I actually start working. And I'm so incredibly productive because I've done all of the me stuff first, you know, fed my body, nourished my body, exercised my body, my brain, got the right things in my mind. And then it's game on focus. Now, in the beginning, when I was still working a full time job, I had to work around that. And you fit it in. And, and that's when you can really um, separate those that are successful to those that struggle is in those crazy moments where you're working a full-time job. I had three kids. I'm juggling in a commute. I used any moment I had free to build my business. And I did not distract myself with non-income producing things. I knew that the number one thing was how many times today had my company story been told. And the box was only big enough for a number, not an excuse. We can, we can delude ourselves all day long into thinking we're building our business because we listen to another something. And hey, I'm all about personal development. But if you're not learning and then immediately doing, learning, doing, learning, doing, you're going to be spinning in circles. I love it. I love it. But I love about routines because successful people have these routines. So thank you mm-hmm. for sharing that. Mm-hmm. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Work more on yourself than you do your business. And I thought they were nuts. Nuts. <laughs> I'm like, oh, surely that's not the case. I just need to you know, be a crazy person and work in my business. And what I realize is that you'll, you'll walk in circles doing that too. And so you know, if your left foot is doing and your right foot is learning, then you're taking a left and then a right, a left and a right, and you're walking forward. But if you're just working on personal development, you're going to spin in a circle because only your left foot is moving. And then if you're just out there throwing stuff against the wall, but you're not learning what successful people are doing, you're going to spin in circles the other way. So mm-hmm. it's a really balanced learn, do, learn, do. And, you, and hey, I see that with my son learning to play the guitar. He watches the YouTube video. He, pra- he stops it and practices. He watches the do- YouTube video. He sits and he practices. Well, we should be doing that in our network marketing business. Learn, do, learn, do. Super. You're definitely a visual person because that's an awesome analogy. <laughs> if you yeah. just go left, left, left foot, you're spinning in circles. <laughs> yeah, That's really good. Um, what, what's your favorite prospecting tool you use right now? So, for example, say someone's interested in your company. They're interested mm-hmm. in learning more. Do you, um, you sit down, do a webinar? Do you meet them one-on-one? Do you give out samples? Do you use a flip chart? What, what, do, you, what do you like to use? I hard. I do not use much physical material at all anymore for the last several years. In fact, Michael and I were just talking about that, and it's so nice because it really frees people up. 
Uh, we have videos within our company that we use that are short, kind of like a trailer for a movie. So I utilize that. And then uh, our team has also created a Facebook group that is almost solely for prospecting. And, um, you know, for our particular company, it's a product. And so we're able to really put people into that group. And there's so, there's so many thousand of us in there now that are pouring in content that it's social proof for a prospect. Because I think sometimes people get involved, their friends hear of them and they think they're the only person. (laughs) And then all of a sudden they get put into this group where there's this fast paced people posting about their excitement about what they're doing. And then it says, bing, 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 bing. And they're like, wow, wait a minute. There are a lot of people involved. I think I want to do this too. And social proof is huge. Community is important. And if you don't want to be gone every night, and again, because of where I live, being more rural, I, we just can't do it all as a live event. Um, and so if you want it bad enough, you figure it out. And so we use the Facebook community. And um, I love Facebook Messenger that I can send an audio. So I can send an audio message through Facebook Messenger um, and then videos, and then following up with a phone call. Because again, I, as I shared throughout this whole thing, I think personal relationship is incredibly important. If they don't hear your voice, they don't hear your passion. Do you have a favorite app or online resource? I mean, you, men- you hmm. mentioned Facebook messaging. Anything else? Dropbox yes. we could recommend? But WhatsApp. I use every day, all day long. And I found that through, and it's W-H-A-T-S-A-P-P. And I found that with connecting with my leaders in Malaysia and Singapore, and it was just a great way for us to connect and talk back and forth, almost like a walkie-talkie, and it leaves an audio message. And what we realized is, why aren't we using that with our people here? And instead of setting up a time to talk on the phone, I can have, if I have a brand new person, they can send me a little blip of a message six different times throughout the day. I don't have to stop what I'm doing. I listen when I get a second and then I can send them an audio message back and we feel really connected because we're hearing each other's voices, but we're not having to have this long conversation. And, and I don't like to peg men and women in different corners, but I think sometimes too with women, you feel like you have to say, how's it going? How are your kids? You know, when really your question only needs to take four minutes instead of it taking 20 and you can be a lot more productive and feel a lot more connected. So as a team, we've created WhatsApp groups, uh, love WhatsApp. Can you talk a little bit about, uh, you mentioned this before, about the Million Mindset Program. Talk a little bit about it, and then uh, where can our listeners learn more or get it? Yes. Um, So it can be found on my website, lynnhagedorn.com. And what happened was when when I had uh, started in my company that I've been with, like I said, for four years, and really just hit the ground running, building as if my life had depended on it, people are like, "What what did she do? What did she do? What did she do? Um, to earn a million dollars in her first 14 months. And what I didn't want people to think is it's not how long, it's how many. And I built at a pace that most people aren't willing to do. And I wanted to tell that story and I wanted full disclosure. You know, I had eight years of experience, but I took that eight years of experience, took it somewhere and, and just worked really, really hard. But I wanted people to know everything that I had gone through. I wanted them to hear my heart, Simon, because you have to be willing to go through the work. So at lynnhagenorn.com, at the top, you'll see where it says Millionaire Mindset, and you click on it, and it's an audio download. Um, the first two, um, it used to be CDs, but it's just easier now to, for people to put it on their phone. And then the last one is Michael Klaus, who's an, an industry, a network marketing industry leader, trainer. He, he's been in network marketing for 30 years, interviewed me for the last one. So it's about, it's almost three hours of me telling my story 
of what I went through, what I did, what I did right, and what I truly believe that it takes to be successful in network marketing. Awesome. And uh, we will put that link on the show notes. So, you know, if you want to check it out, definitely go check it out at Lynn's website. Uh, What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Mm, One book. Boy, that's hard. (laughs) Well, you can cheat and give two or three then. One book. Okay. Um, I really love The Slight Edge. I've always loved that because I do believe it's the small things that we do. Um, over time that lead to massive success. And I love Dare to Dream and Work to Win by Dr. Tom Barrett. And then I love definitely some of the oldies, but goodies, the Dale Carnegie books, you know, and anything to do with the the mind and mindset. And ML Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing free audiobook at mlmnationbook.com. That is mlmnationbook.com. So, Lynn, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Before we go to the million-dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business, and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. If you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important, and that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar, where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing, and you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So here's some of the things you'll learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven cold market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined, and now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This is three different days at four different times. So they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, 
there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million-dollar MLM business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. So you didn't, your contact list was zero. You have no friends, no family. You're kind of like an alien, went to another planet that spoke English. <laughs> but yet all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's yeah. the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Oh, you know, get out of your caves, people. We have the cave of our home, the cave of our car. We have the cave of our cubicle. And it, we're living in a world that is so vast and it's full of people. And it's actually looking up looking up, looking up from our phones and engaging in conversation with, with human beings. They're around us all the time. We're not looking at them. We're walking right past them. It's learning, truly learning how to connect. Um, absolutely that. And then the other piece is Facebook. Um, and I think some people dig their heels in, and, but I still believe it. I believe it's a multi-billion dollar place for us to build. Um, as long as we're doing it right, we're not spamming. It's not buy my stuff, join my team. It's creating a brand. It's creating a following of people who are like, this person is different. They're happy. I want to follow them. Uh, there's no way I'd be where I am today without Facebook. No way. Um, but it starts out with being a connector and really loving people and learning, learning the skills that it takes to be successful and, um, and prospecting and learning from those that have gone before you. So I think it's those two things together. As we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Mm. Uh, well, definitely Facebook is a great way to connect with me. I have both a, a personal and a professional page. I, I love connecting through there and, and sending the, the audio messages, like I said, through Facebook Messenger. Uh, and then also through my website, which is lynnhagedorn.com. And Mom Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Lynn Hagedorn. So keep up the momentum and go to mlmnation.net and type in Lynn, L-Y-N-N, at the search bar, and the show notes will pop right up. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Lynn, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much, Lynn. God bless you. Thank you so much. ML Nation, that was a fantastic interview. I'm going to try to do keep this as short as possible because my voice is raspy. I need to save it for another interview coming up. Um, but you know, it's just fantastic. It's like I love about Lynn what this episode was. What I really believe about and is about focus. And I think she hit it right on. And I even wrote a blog about Periscope, how they – it's like a mistake because not that it's a, not a bad tool and a lot of people are using it, but it's a distraction and technology is so dangerous. It can be so good. But I think most people, they probably letting technology destroy the business and building it. And Lynn just brought up the instant notifications. Like she's working downlines and every couple of minutes, there's a Periscope notification or a Facebook notification keep popping up over and over again. So how can anyone ever stay focused on prospecting? On you know anything, or or even if you're at a job, get your work done quicker at a job, so you can take a longer bathroom break or something, so you can prospect more, right? It's really about the distractions. Uh, what she does, you know, uh, airplane mode. It's, it's 
Brilliant. That's basically what I do. My phone is always on do not disturb. There's only two people that can get through to me. Uh, my wife and my business partner, everything else just goes do not disturb because our time is our tension. And she, I think, you know, after the interview, Lynn and I talked about some big aha moments. Right? We're all learning from others. And the one thing was like the million-dollar briefcase. Like this business is a million dollars. You just heard from someone who made a million in 14 months in her company. The reason she did that was not checking her phone, like or the smartphone or the dumb phone every split second, every couple of minutes, but really focusing it. And she's got a whole morning routine. You know, every successful person I talk to has a morning routine where they're planning ahead and they're running their life instead of life running them. And she even talked about the short time when she was checking Facebook. Facebook or Instagram, how she got sidetracked with that. So make sure you plan and focus on your income-producing activities first. And also, I love that uh, she's a very visual person. That you know, the pictures that she talked about, the images of like, if you just do self-development, don't apply. You're kind of like walking left foot, left foot, left foot. You're just spinning in circles, right? So make sure you don't do that. Um, I think that's that's an awesome show. Make sure you definitely check out Lynn's. Well, website, I can go on and on, but I'm going to save my voice here. Take a look at her website. Go to mlnation.net. Uh, type in Lynn, L-Y-N-N. If you want her last name, it's H-A-G-A-D-O-R-N. Okay, but just type in Lynn for short. It's easy. Pops right up. And she has a lot of good resources on her website. Connect with her on Facebook as well. And ML Nation, if you liked the show, uh, please send a, give right a review. Just take you know two, three minutes not even that. Just write a review on iTunes or Stitcher. It'll really help. And also share with others. You know, let other people from different companies, uh, cross line your downlines, let people know because we're all in the same profession. We all have, you know, amazing entrepreneurs like Lynn, like other people you have listened to. Uh, we're all in part of the same team here. So uh, best way to help people, share it. So that's it. I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to save my voice. i got a couple other great interviews coming up. Super excited for you all. But, um, Remember, win a profession to help others. Just like Lynn shared an amazing story of how she helped someone got out, of her, got out of her business to have freedom. You know, we're out there to help others. So remember, win the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you.